Crusade Channel News. News you can trust. Because the truth can be trusted. From the Crusade Channel News Desk, here's Janet Huxley. Good morning, Crusaders. Welcome to Monday, April 24th, 2023. I'm Janet Huxley, reporting for the Crusade Channel News Desk, live from the Dothan Ranch and Farm, south of Kansas City, Missouri. This report is brought to you by our friends at Bulldog Kia. For 10 years now, Mike Church Show listeners have been getting the best deals in the USA on a new or used Kia. Drive on over to BulldogKia.com or call them at 855-BULLDOG. We'll see ya at Bulldog Kia and tell them the Crusade Channel sent you. Here's what to listen for this hour. NBC News poll says nearly 70% of GOP voters stand behind Trump. DeSantis takes a shot at Trump. Biden's statement following the evacuations of the U.S. Embassy in Sudan and parental rights bills are sweeping the United States. A new NBC News poll says nearly 70% of GOP voters stand behind Trump. Our political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose reports. A whopping two-thirds of Republican primary voters say they stand behind former President Donald Trump, a Republican, and dismiss concerns about his electability. This, along with his double-digit lead over his nearest potential GOP rival, Republican Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida, makes Trump the clear frontrunner in the early race for the Republican presidential nomination. Ron DeSantis supporters, and really those who support anyone other than Trump for the Republican presidential nomination, should understand that even though they might love their candidate, it might not be the right time for them to get in the race, especially for people with young political careers. For the Crusade Channel, I'm political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. Ron DeSantis lashed out at President Donald Trump over Anthony Fauci's role during the pandemic while delivering a keynote speech at a Republican event and... You have to wonder why. A leader must have the confidence to stand all alone if need be, DeSantis said at the Utah GOP convention on Saturday. And so for us, as I got into office, COVID presented that situation for us because we were in a situation, the third largest state in the country, one of the highest percentage of elderly economy based on tourism, which we needed to travel to continue. So this situation was an existential threat to our state, but I made the judgment. Leaders take the bull by the horns and make the decisions for themselves. They don't subcontract out their leadership to health bureaucrats like Dr. Fauci, he continued. Fauci, who retired as director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases last year, served as a member of the White House Coronavirus Task Force under the Trump administration, as you know. Given the state of things in Washington, many are wondering why the two, DeSantis and Trump, would be at odds. There is more there than meets the eye. Biden confirmed that the U.S. has currently suspended all operations in the U.S. Embassy in Sudan as the country descends into a massive conflict. Biden thanked the embassy staff and the U.S. military who extracted Americans from the war-torn country early on Sunday morning. He released a statement following the evacuations of the U.S. Embassy personnel, calling the ongoing civil war unconscionable. Our quote of the day, nothing is anything more to me. Everything is nothing to me but Jesus. Neither things nor persons, neither ideas nor emotions, neither honor nor sufferings. Jesus is for me honor, delight, heart and soul. Saint Bernadette. And coming up, our saint of the day, he was nicknamed the poor man's lawyer. His complete generosity to others characterized his life. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. 
Hey, have you ever been told that you can't complain about something unless you tried to fix it? Yeah, well, that doesn't really work on interstates or the Swamp of Mordor, but it does apply to your kingdom, family, and community. So, get started on your broken Christendom contractor's license by making plans to join me, a cast of amazing presenters, and your fellow crusaders at our third annual For Alter Culture and Trade Congress, May 5th, 6th, and 7th in Arnoville, Louisiana. Get your tickets and more info today at crusadechannel.com forward slash congress. Our saint of the day is St. Fidelis of Sigmaringen. If a poor man needed some clothing, Fidelis would often give the man the clothes right off his back. Complete generosity to others is what characterized this saint's life. He was born in 1577 as Mark Ray. He became a lawyer who constantly upheld the causes of the poor and oppressed people. He was nicknamed the Poor Man's Lawyer and soon grew disgusted with the corruption and injustice he saw among his colleagues. So he left his law career to become a priest, joining his brother George as a member of the Capuchin Order. Fidelis was his religious name. His wealth was divided between needy seminarians and the poor, and as a follower of St. Francis of Assisi, Fidelis continued his devotion to the weak and needy. During a severe epidemic in a city where he was guardian of a friary, Fidelis cared for and cured many sick soldiers. He was appointed head of a group of Capuchins sent to preach against the Calvinists and Zwinglians in Switzerland. Almost certain violence threatened. Those who observed the mission felt that success was more attributable to the prayer of Fidelis during the night than to his sermons and instructions. He was accused of opposing the peasants' national aspirations for independence from Austria. And while he was preaching at Siwis, to which he had gone against the advice of friends, a gun was fired at him, but he escaped unharmed. A Protestant offered to shelter Fidelis, but he declined, saying his life was in God's hands. On the road back, he was set upon by a group of armed men and killed. Fidelis was canonized in 1746. Fifteen years later, he was recognized as a martyr. Legislation that protects a parent's right to block the use of gender pronouns and other gender ideology in public schools is either pending or has already been approved in all but three U.S. states. One of the states where legislation is being heavily watched is New Hampshire, where more than 200 people turned out on April 18th in support of proposed parental rights legislation. Republican State Senator Dan Innes, who is gay, told the Epic Times he believes that rising support for parental rights measures is being because the transgender movement's targeting of children and the move to cut their parents out of the process goes just too far, even for many liberals. These bills are being labeled as anti-trans, but nothing could be farther from the truth. What they are is pro-family, pro-child, Innes said. Their purpose is to put these major life decisions, major life changes, where they belong. And that's in the family, between the parents and the children. Teachers unions and some LGBT organizations, however, have warned that the parental rights bills are creating dangerous situations for kids by depriving those suffering from gender dysphoria of a trusted adult at school to confide in and not challenge them. Send me your tips to Janet at CrusadeChannel.com. Stay tuned to the Crusade Channel with live breaking news updates all day and the best live talk radio anywhere. Up next, the Mike Church Show continues. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. I'm Janet Huxley for the Crusade Channel, seeking news and finding truth.